Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish dash tech dash news. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast to the Crypto Corner. This is your host, Jamil Hassan, where I bring you thought leaders, entrepreneurs, uh, visionaries, you name it, in crypto and blockchain globally. And today I have an amazing guest. His name is Mark Wittenberg, and he is the president at Canadian Dealer Solutions and an advisor in several crypto projects. Um, Mark, welcome to the show today. Well, thank you very much for having me. I, I appreciate your time. Oh, no problem. I'm glad you're here. Without without guests, I wouldn't have a show. So, um, and without great guests, I wouldn't have great content. So, um, so I'm glad you're here. So let's kick things off. Um, first question is, what is your background and is it a logical background for what you do now? Um, so yeah, so I've spent many years, like my own personal company is in finance and credit. So I've spent decades in finance um, and credit-related industries. So is there a logical background for what I do now? Absolutely. As an advisor to um, some cryptocurrency companies um, and also some outside tech companies, um, having a background uh, with the experience of scaling companies, I, I certainly think it's relevant uh, in the cryptocurrency space for sure. Awesome. So we're going to talk about some of your projects today um and we're going to talk about the first one i want to ask about is a project called hypersphere uh what is hypersphere and what role does your company have in the evolution of cybersecurity? um so first of all yeah hypersphere is not a cryptocurrency company it's a tech company so um hypersphere is a quantum immune uh data uh protection shadowing technology company patented uh, that ensures sensitive information, <clears throat> like starting with your cryptocurrency keys, is protected and safe. So, yeah, uh, the patented technology, key shadowing, was kind of designed because uh, we, you know, Hypersphere realized a long time ago that classical encryption algorithms uh, like AES, um, DES, IDEA, could not protect sensitive data against quantum computer attacks and other advanced attacks. So. In a nutshell, Hypersphere Technologies is a quantum is a patented quantum immune technology company. And you rely on something called shadowing, right? So what is shadowing all about? Uh, so key shadowing is um, it's a secret sharing technology that permits a master key or any other data to be created used to protect data in flight or at rest. So and it's shadowed into any number of parts, uh, two, three, or four parts. So basically the master key or any other data is, does not um, have to have to be persistently stored. So when the data needs to be accessed, a predefined number of shadows, like two, three, or four shadows can be re can regenerate the master key. So with hypersphere, I mean, modern data security has serious problems. So you know, IBM, I think IBM did research, I think about um, 
4 billion data records were compromised or something in 2021 with the average uh, total loss, I think was about $600 billion. So attempts to address this problem generally rely on data encryption. However, it's, you know, this approach has significant problems. So namely a key is used to encrypt the data and a copy of the encrypted data must be stored. The stored information is subject to attack. So that's where kind of where hypersphere comes into play. So I had a podcast earlier this year with with uh, Irish Tech News, and we talked about the you know what could kill Ethereum, right? What could kill Bitcoin? Right. Well, the only thing we came up with is you know quantum, right? So how is right. first first of all how is shadow related to quantum computing, and and could could it quantum computing be used to kill Ethereum and Bitcoin? Oh boy, that's a good question. I, I mean, first of all, we're here to protect. Um, there's vulnerabilities for sure. I, I would I would say that. I think with quantum computing as we move forward, I don't think it'll kill Bitcoin and Ethereum. Absolutely not. But there's always risk to people's private information for sure. Um, you know, but again, that's kind of where we where we come into play. We're kind of foreseeing um, some challenges in the space, so we've you know hypersphere has come up with it uh you know an, an immunity to that so what's the immunity uh well quantum it's quantum immunity so with sh with key shadowing okay so, so good so i mean shadowing technology can help with uh, can help with lots of uh, blockchain vulnerabilities if you lose your private key um you you can't authorize new transactions for example you can spend or redeem your bitcoins this has happened uh without any bad actors involved if someone hacks your private key the hacker can pretend to be you obviously if someone derives your uh private key from public key the hacker can pretend to be you so this vulnerability has become more acute due to due to the surprisingly and rapid advances of quantum computing Example, MIT Technology Review, quantum computers pose an imminent threat to Bitcoin security, which you mentioned, and that was back in, I think that uh, article was back in 2017. So um, when we do key shadowing, uh, we're absolutely quantum immune. Got it. Okay. Because I was looking at it from a perspective of, okay, you have Grover's and you have Shore's algorithms and look like with the data and the ethereum and blockchain and bitcoin you had to have the exact like exact parameters at the exact right time at the exact right, right place in order to, to, to be able to do anything um so i wanted to see you know how you know that would be impacted by you know this these advancements in data security and, and cyber security right absolutely so i mean with shadowing i mean Listen, you're creating shadows of your private key. So you share those data with, say, a circle of trust, then destroy the private key. If enough people and devices in the circle of trust come together, you'll be able to recreate your private key, right? So a private key that's never persistently stored is much harder, if not impossible, to be compromised, manipulated, stolen, or, of course, transferred. You uh, create shadows of the public key, share only those shadows with the you know with the world or defined group and then destroy the public key 
so you know at least some number of the people and the, the devices would have to come together to recreate that public key just as the first step to deriving your private key from the public key so i mean that that's kind of in a nutshell as an advisor i'm i'm sort of limited to the information i have as an advisor because i'm not i'm not currently involved in the in the tech part of the company uh just sort of uh as an advisor but that's so i can only go kind of so far anyway so uh mark um you have asked a guest to join us on this call today um could you please introduce him oh boy i don't have much time i don't have that much time to introduce. so Mihal, um Mihal, how would i classify Mihal? he is everything crypto he's the glue that holds projects together so i first met Mihal back I think many, many years ago with the Verge Currency um, project. And then obviously he's, uh, you know, he holds the team together, the core team together at the Verge Currency um, for Verge Currency. And he's also the project manager for Voice Life Inc. Um, out of California. So he is basically, in a nutshell, he's the glue that holds, uh, holds the project and teams together. Awesome. Uh, Mihal, um Welcome to the show today. Uh, thank you, Jamil. Thanks for having me. And thank you, Mark, for the introduction and for your kind words. And I'm actually pretty excited to be here. And Mark knows this already, but this is my first podcast ever. So it's quite, uh, quite exciting. And how do I, how do I pronounce your last name? Rado Slovic. Great. Pleasure to have you here. Um, so let me ask you the first question I asked Mark earlier. What is your background and is it a logical background for what you do now? Oh, well, no, it's not, it's not logical for what I do now, not at all. But my background is mechanical engineering. So I was born and raised in Rijeka, Croatia. I also finished my education here for mechanical, uh, as a mechanical engineer. And I actually worked as a mechanical engineer for the past 15 years. And very recently, I decided to quit and focus full time on Verge and Voice Life. Awesome. No, I just wanted to say that even though uh, my background is not very logical for what I do now, it's actually I was always interested in the new technologies. And that's how I learned about Verge because I got into crypto late 2016 or early 2017. And a couple of months later, I learned about Verge and it was actually everything I looked for in crypto, open source, decentralized. And most importantly for me, uh, it was community driven. And then by, by the time, a couple of months later, maybe end of 2017 or early 2018 i joined the verge team yeah so i want to ask i'm going to ask you about verge first i'm going to ask you about voice life uh yeah what is what is voice life and what is your company's main focus uh, well, Voice Life is a development stage technology company. We have multiple patents and all related to far field and near field wireless power energy transmission. 
Uh, our focus now is on providing a continuous and limitless charge to electronic devices like smartphones, Internet of Things devices, uh, mobile devices like drones, autonomous vehicle sensors, basically all mobile electronic devices. Yeah. So um, I've, this is the first time I've, I've I've heard of this, and I don't know. Like maybe I've heard it before, but I really didn't focus on it. But the far field and near field energy harvesting. You know, what is the benefit? What is that? And then what is the benefit of it? Okay, so uh, the 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 like let's say the common benefit of far field and near field energy uh, harvesting would be that we are probably going to live in a cordless uh, environment so there's not going to there's not going to be any cords and no traditional charging as we say it now and with uh, farfield harvesting we are harvesting existing energy from the frequencies emitted by lowered orbit satellites then 3g 4g 5g 6g cell phone towers wi-fi routers so Ecologically speaking, this is going to be great because it's an already existing energy that is wasted now. And benefits of the near field uh, would be that with, with graphene membrane, we can, we can trans, transform the free ambient energy into electricity. So I can also, uh, in short, explain to you how does it all work. Because yes, uh, uh, our flexible transceiver has uh, three components, three main components. And one would be two-dimensional two graphene membrane, which is generating near-field ambient energy. Then we have terahertz antenna array that converts far-field ambient energy from alternating current into direct current. Uh, into direct current energy charging. And then the supercapacitor that stores all this harvested energy. And that allows us to have a continuous wireless power energy system, which, which we have developed and, and patented. You said something a little while ago. You said a couple things. The first thing, I was fully aware of 5G. I'm not at all aware of 6G. What is 6G? Well, six, yeah, absolutely. 6G will come in the future, but this it's going to use the same waves that we can harvest and, and use here. So as, as we know now, 6G, I believe that maybe in Korea, they already have on some places 6G, but in the rest of the world, no, as far as I know. But it's going to come at some point. And you also said that this technology will revolutionize the way that we charge our smartphones and mobile devices. Um, how is that going to How is that going to revolutionize? Okay, so with with our continuous wireless power energy system, you don't need to think about charging anymore. So, simply put, you will be able to set up your phone uh, that every time your your battery capacity drops down to 80 percent it charges back to 100 percent and this is going to be achieved by the trans flexible transceiver that 
we have uh, uh, because it, it allows us to constantly harvest the energy from the ambient and terahertz waves around us and convert it into electricity for a continuous charge of the mobile devices. So let's say, imagine now that you have headphones that never run out of power or yeah, smartphones, drones that can fly forever. That's amazing. I, I have to plug in my phone just to get back to 20%. So <laughs> yeah. um, if it's on all the time, that'd be awesome. Yes. And, and we are getting there. We are going to get there in, in the near future. I, I'll have to add that Voice Life, we decided in 2001, actually, before I joined the Voice Life in September, they decided to transform from a manufacturing company to a licensing company. So that, that will allow us to focus only on uh, technology development and new patents, and we don't need to worry about the supply chain, logistics, etc. That's revolutionary right there. Right? Indeed. So um, one of the things that you guys use is you use the the Verge Life Crypto, right? In your in your technology. How does how does it that work? Okay, so uh, um, it works like uh, on our flexible transceiver, one of the components will be uh, a Verge, which basically says that it will be a Verge blockchain because without Verge, we cannot use far field charging. You need blockchain and you need internet connection for that. It's not required for near field charging, but obviously far field wireless charging is much more powerful and it requires Verge to be used to, to, to start the charge, to initiate the charge. Got it, okay. So let me ask you this. Yes. You And you've been in crypto for a while, right? Yes. I consider cryptocurrencies to be Bitcoin, Litecoin and Digibyte and everything else is a token, right? You consider Verge to also be a cryptocurrency. So Absolutely. how is Verge like those other three and unlike the rest of the, uh, you know, um, the rest of the cryptos and how, why, how, and why should we classify it as a, a currency and not a token? Okay. So, as, as I'm sure you already know, the difference between tokens and coins is that coins have their own blockchain and tokens are built on existing chains. So Verge has its own blockchain and it's, 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 it's mineable. It's a mineable blockchain. And yeah, it's, as you know, the difference between coins and tokens is that if you use token, if you have a token, token is built on an existing blockchain, but to be transferred, it still uses the native blockchain. Like in ERC-20 would use Ethereum for a gas as a transaction fee. Litecoin, Bitcoin, Digibyte, they use uh, uh, 
Digibyte Litecoin or Bitcoin to, to be transferred as a fee. And the same goes with Verge. So Verge is a mineable coin with its own blockchain and not a token built on, on another chain. Got it. I so hope it clears it. It does. It does. What the follow question to that is how does the mining of Verge benefit the voice life uh, ecosystem and technology and what you're doing there? Well, the, the mining, the mining of Verge mm -hmm. has nothing to do with voice life, but the only thing that would be potentially possible in the future is that voice life can benefit the mining of Verge and it could, it could become the first crypto that can be mined using the existing energy already around us. But my, yeah, but mining mining of Verge itself doesn't benefit voice life in 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 any way. As but, itself. The, but the opposite is true. The opposite is true, right? And how do how how do you see that playing out? Well, to be honest, I I do not know at this point, but uh, I do see a lot of potential for that to happen. But we would first need to scale our technology. And that is why I mentioned earlier, we decided to focus on scaling and developing our technology instead of manufacturing it. So we would need to see how long this would take and yeah, how long this would take exactly, that's all. Because you can't do that with Bitcoin or Litecoin, but you could do it with Verge. So that's why. That's why the question, you oh, know. Okay, sorry. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I misunderstood the question. No, one day if the voice life technology would be able to um, provide us with this um, ecological, with using the, like, degree energy, we could use the, the, the energy around us. And in that case, you could also apply it to mining of Bitcoin or Litecoin. Voice life would not be... You cannot once it's once this technology is used in any other devices, you cannot say you cannot use it for Bitcoin or Litecoin. So sorry, in the beginning I misunderstood. I didn't want to say that it can be used only with Verge, but this is how we would do it. And hopefully we would be then uh, the first one to implement it and start using it. And you would be the the leader in transforming the entire way industry energy is created and, and and used. Yes, exactly. It's awesome. So, um, yeah. So I want to thank you very much uh, for your time. Um, you know, with us today, um, I greatly appreciate it. Likewise, I would like to thank you for having me. This was uh, quite fun and interesting, and I hope we can uh, we can talk again in the future is marks um and so uh let's say you, you advise numerous companies so the next one i want to talk about is casino coin um what is casino coin and how does it work okay so it's been around a while so casino coin is a cryptocurrency it's been around a while i think 2013 so um it's it's focused on the 
it's focused on online gaming, online gambling. So kind of like the non-traditional gambling markets. I guess you could take it into Sportsbook if you wanted to, but it's a uh, token built on the XRPL um, and it focuses on on gambling. So your non-traditional, non-brick-and-mortar gambling. You know, can it be used in, in brick-and-mortar in the future? Absolutely. But uh, right now what they're doing is they're, they're one of very, very, very few in the whole space. I think that is that is so focused just on the gambling sector. I mean, we all know the gambling sector is one of the largest industries in the world. So, I mean, to have a, you know, to have a cryptocurrency just dedicated, focused on that, I think is probably, probably not a bad thing in the future. Interesting. It's built on XRPL. Yes, correct. Yeah. So why, I think casino coins, I, other around the world, I think, I think Ethereum, um, I don't think XRP. Why? Why and how is it um, to do it on XRP? And, and what's the benefit? Uh, scaling. It allows building on the XRPL. Absolutely allows scaling a whole lot quicker. As we know, with bog downs and stuff like that on the Ethereum network, we can run into a whole bunch of different challenges with gas fees and everything else. You're building on the XRPL allows you to kind of break into to that world into that community. And to get support from that chain, right? So, XRPL is, you know, kind of known to be fast and inexpensive. And now you're you're building on that. You're getting the support from that chain as well. So, interesting. Um, so, I want to go down this avenue and see if this if this this relates or or corresponds. You know, um, looking at the role of decentralized oracles and even random functions like keepers for Chainlink, you know, how would they be able to work on a gaming platform? Um, and um, should they, as opposed to, as opposed to the XRP ledger? Um, in, you mean in, re, in relation to casino coin versus? Yeah, to gamble, yeah, just, to gambling coins, yeah. In, in, in relation to versus kind of like a Chainlink, like a decentralized Oracle like Chainlink. Is that kind of what you're? Yeah. Try to be more specific. Say, repeat that again. This so I, would, I mean, the, the first question I had was, was you know, what's the role of the centralized oracles and randomizer right. functions like keepers for Chainlink? But you know, um, and how would that work in the gaming environment? But you're built on XRPL, so I want to find out what the correlation or differences are between those two, and 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 uh, if the if the keepers would be would be good on the on an XRP system absolutely so i mean i don't know if i'll be able, as an advisor i don't know if i'll be able to technically answer your question but um as far as Chainlink goes or as, as far as casino coin goes with randomizer functions i mean i think the whole point of casino coin was to you know in the future build its own lobby where where casino you can pay basically for that casino in casino coin so having its own lobby allows more casinos to kind of come on board as we move forward into you know maybe brick and mortar into slot machines into physical slot machines then i think you know uh, you can save a lot of uh money you know on your bottom line with allowing just a quick scan into that slot machine with the lobby of the you know that the casino coins using but as far as being built on the xrpl i don't know 
I'm not, I'm not too sure how involved casino coins going to be into the randomizer functions, you know, or getting right. by chance into that part of it. I think both different use cases with Chainlink and Casino Coin. I think they're focused on two different things. Oh, a Casino Coin, you're looking for casinos to use the Casino Coin to run the Ab operation. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, let's just use for example Vegas. When you go into Vegas and you have a player's card, you scan. You're putting your player's card into whatever. So you're scanning it or you're putting it into the slot machine. It reads the player's card and then it knows who you are. Well. Moving forward, if you've got something like Casino Coin, it 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 saves on that on touching these bills as well. Because if you scan your you scan your Casino Coin uh, uh, app in, it reads it all in one. I mean, Casino Coin's built built in KYC as well, so it's an all in one solution. It's already got KYC built right into the app, so you can't you cannot use Casino Coin without KYC. So you see what it can do is it can easily replace a player's card except it's all done digitally, which is going to save millions of dollars on the bottom line of the casino. Got it. So when I think of a casino gambling coin, I think of me going on my computer and playing the slot machine or playing poker or playing, you know, a game and, you know, being impacted by the fact that it might not be randomized. Uh, what we're talking here is the casino coin is the ecosystem coin for the whole entire uh, online uh, gambling industry. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, but I but I do see your point with um, you know randomizer functions because myself I was a quasi pro gambler for many 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 years so um, I've, I've certainly played many hands of poker so I know you know way back in the day when when these online gambling poker sites started that was the and it still is today everybody kind of questions the randomizer functions on these gambling sites right but that's my biggest concern. <laughs> <laughs> But they're audited but i mean everybody says they're audited and then it's like audited by who yeah like it's it's 2021 so it's like who's auditing you know your next door neighbor like it's one of those but it's always been those thoughts because of course you know as you know being a poker player it's it's you get the bad beats and stuff like that it's like well how could that possibly happen but i guess if a person realizes that you're you're getting dealt that many more hands online versus you would in physical in in face-to-face -face play right so So, uh, Mark, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show today. This has been a, a great conversation. I've learned a lot. I learned um, a lot about Verge. I learned a lot about Casino Coin. I, I learned a lot today. Uh, and uh, I have one last question for you, and that is this. Um, how can people find out more information about you, about your companies, about uh, what you're working on? How can they do that? Oh, boy, that's a long list. And uh, I, I certainly appreciate your guys' time as well and taking the time out of your day uh out of your holiday season uh to ask us more questions about our projects uh you know that's that's awesome and i appreciate what you guys do for the tech industry uh so as far as getting a hold of us um for myself i'm currently working on my own website it's mwittenberg.com it's i am like mary wittenberg.com not quite up yet but as far as our projects go of course, uh, Hypersphere, you can uh, reach out to them uh, at hyperspheretech.com. Uh, Casino Coin, of course, is uh, casinocoin.im. And then if we get into Verge Currency, vergecurrency.com. And Voice Life is voice-life.com. 
com. So that's where you'll find everything about these projects. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you as well. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.